Welcome to our very first Shares of Waffle of 2022. Joining the fun for January, we have a guest who just has the most positive outlook on life and hopefully will begin to share some of her stories, some of her storytelling skills. And in case you haven't known who's with us this month, this is the most wonderful person. This is Katie Wetzel. I've even put, I've even put my 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 <laughs> girls t-shirt on, especially. You've come oh prepared. I've come prepared, but do you know something? This is such a thrill for me. Personally, I'm just going to be dead selfish about this this whole <laughs> thing altogether. Um, just because, I, I, yeah, I think on our last last month's show, we had uh, Neil and Karen uh, from Portwood Travel, and Neil said. You are the type of person, John, who would sit through every single one of the Finding Nemo, the musical shows, in an entire day, and you still would be asking to go back and see the next show the following day. And, yeah, that kind of sums it up, Katie. So that's why it's such a thrill for me, because I've seen you so many times, and it actually it has been such a pleasure to get to know you on social media, because, obviously, this time, probably last year, I was not social media savvy. So... That's that's been a learning process for me. Listen, it's always a learning process. I just started learn, delving into the to the realm of TikTok, and I'm like, I don't even. There's so much of social media with every new platform. It's like learning new skills, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's wild out there. <laughs> uh, After we've only yeah. just started doing TikTok last month, so it's like, oh, he's just, slightly addicted. I, I blame. Yeah, Claire. you can lose like hours, days of your life on TikTok, can't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna have a quick look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a quick look turns into an hour. Right. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky, it's only an hour. Yeah. Those yeah. algorithms are scary as well. But, you know. Oh, dear. Doesn't, doesn't bear thinking. Doesn't bear thinking. So for our regular listeners and watchers on YouTube, with me this month, we've got Ben and Becca and we've got Claire. We're starting the new year off with the most fantastic guest. So welcome, Katie. And... I've really, I'm going to, I'm going to start with this because actually, if anyone wants to check out your website, which is katiewetzel.com, you describe yourself as storyteller, magic maker, and the the opening words on it is just amazing. You're on a quest to spark meaningful human connection through storytelling, the power stories we witness and the ones we can can help grow and heal and ultimately illuminate our path. And I think that is just such a beautiful way of just summing up how you want to live a life. And I, I've, I've got a real big thing about that and how you just you empower those that you connect with and uh, telling stories in a creative way, which is for, well, wonderful because as a podcast, I think that's what we totally believe is just being that positive voice in people's ears and uh, and just sort of taking that sense of, of you know, maybe maybe just having that little bit of a spark for people. So. Well, at the end of the day, we're all, we all are storytellers, you know what I mean? And and the stories that we tell and that we share with each other, I think have the power to make people feel less alone. Um, And I think that that at the end of the day, we're, you know, Brene Brown, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown, um, talks a lot about how we're hardwired for human connection. And I think sometimes the stories that we, that we tell and share together are just another way of, of connecting us to each other. So I'm glad it spoke to you. That's really lovely. Thank you. <laughs> oh, certainly did. Certainly did. 
Go on, Claire. I think you're you're desperate to start us off. I think we're gonna. I think <laughs> we need to start, Katie, with our traditional quick I fire agree. first yeah. of 2022 carousel of questions. There's no pressure, Katie. People have answered the most bizarre things over the course of goodness knows how long. No I'm trying to think, have we been asking these questions for 18 months now? And I, think it, I don't think, I think, it I think it's about two years. Is it nearly two years? And oh, we've never, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said this. I think there, there might be a the couple same. of questions where we've had the same answer, but all our guests yep. have got there. So, Katie, we are so excited to know what you're going to answer. As John would say, Go from the heart. Don't overthink it. If you want to explain your answer, you're very welcome to. But if you don't, we'll just move on to the next one. Um, So I'm going to kick off with which is your favourite Disney park? My favourite Disney park. Okay. I'm going to go with Walt Disney World, Epcot in particular. Um, because I really love uh, this idea of centering um, all the different countries, all the different cultures. Um, and I, when I think about how many people come to Walt Disney World, and, you know, I mean, obviously there's there's considerable expenses involved in, in going to visit any Dis- Disney park. Um, the fact that um, if you if you are a family who can't necessarily necessarily afford to travel abroad, it gives you the opportunity to get a very very small very brief glimpse of other places around the world, and I just think that that's I think that's really magical. And 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 again, I feel like again I look at for these these connections. It connects us all to to each other, um, and I think that's just really cool. So that's my answer. <laughs> Excellent. Answer. Yeah, we we all. Epcot. It's uh, yeah. yeah, it's a favorite. It's growing on me. That's true. It's growing on us. I have to admit, after our first trip, it was never. I don't know. I wasn't sure what to get from the first time going to Epcot, comparing it to like Magic Kingdom and yeah. everything else. We've and got old. Yeah, we've we, yeah, no. like, grown up. We've, we've no, grown you've up. We've grown no. up. Found your soul. Want to do that. That's what you meant yes. to say. <laughs> oh, sorry, Claire. We found the alcohol. No. <laughs> yes, okay. If that's how you want to do it, Mexico, but... because. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you know what? I'm going to take the second question. Um, a, a ride that you hate. A ride that I hate. Okay, a ride that I hate. It's this is a hard question to answer because I, if I hate it, I probably don't ride it very often. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to think. Can I talk about uh, probably a ride that isn't people's favorite that I love? Can I reframe it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I really love living with the land at Epcot. Oh yes, yeah, so do we. <laughs> yes. This idea of like. Figuring out how things different, how different things grow, and like the new innovations in in food, there is something about that ride that I cannot get enough of. So they just need to put the song back because yeah, yeah, make believe you're a tiny little sea. It needs to be back. (laughs) Do you know what? It's such a different ride when you've done the Christmas overlay as well. It just feels so so much different. Yeah. And you you freak out every time you go in it because you don't like wasps. Yeah, there's always that sign. I've never seen one though, so <laughs> I'm I'm hopeful. Right, um, I'll take the next question. What's the most overrated snack at Disney? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. 
the Mickey bar. <laughs> I, <laughs> Again, that's yeah. loads of people. I, I know same. people love it. I I <laughs> just feel like it's an ice cream bar. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good one. No need to explain. We understand. Yeah. Uh, next question. What's your favorite transportation mode at Walt Disney World? I love the monorail. I love it without hesitation. I love the monorail. I love it. I love that. You didn't even take a breath. No, was, yeah. Straight in. Monorail. <laughs> yeah. Guys, she fits, she fits right in. Just beware. This could be a, this could be a monthly thing, Katie. <laughs> We'll be booking you, booking you in every month for the rest of 2022. You see, I just want to check you've been in Epcot World Showcase before. I have. We we we, we have we have um, a member of the of the team who hasn't really done Epcot, or I would say she's done one. She's not done Epcot properly, but she's not with us. She's not with us tonight. You see, so which is which is probably probably quite a thing because we could name and shame her. And generally, we there always might, do. So there might be an opening. Yeah. <laughs> when she comes down to give me a buzz, I'll show her good time. Excellent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the next question, and this is a bit harder. This one. So, which is your favourite table service restaurant in Walt Disney World? Okay. Now, okay, this is difficult to answer because are we also including sit-down restaurants in resorts? Yes. yes. You guys are going to look at me like I have four heads, <laughs> but the best restaurant I have been to maybe ever, this isn't going to come as a, as a total surprise. Have any of you been to Victoria and Albert's at the Grand Floridian? No. no. It's, super, it's super expensive. Initially, when I first came down here to Walt Disney World to do my very first contract at Finding Nemo the Musical, everyone had talked about Victorian Albert's, this very, very fancy, fancy restaurant that it takes like months to get into. I'm, I'm a bit of a foodie. I love trying all sorts of different foods, um, you know, and so that was going to be like my end to my contract treat to myself. Like I was going to save up all this money and like go with a friend like to go there. And it to date... It is one of the most incredible restaurants I've ever been to anywhere. Wow. wow. Well, that's a recommendation, isn't it? Right. No, no, no. I don't know. Maybe we need to start like a GoFundMe page. Another one. Another one, Ben. Another one. Albert's GoFundMe. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think we've got enough go from me pages for goodness knows whatever any, any trip to Walt Disney World anytime soon. I think. <laughs> Maybe we just need to be sponsored by like Victoria and Alberts. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. So we get to go and test good. it, try out the food. Yeah. Like, maybe give a review. Exactly. I mean, yeah. it's only fair. It's a business no, I... trip. It's a business yeah. trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It means it's tax deductible as well. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. The children are employed. I'll take the next one. This is sometimes a difficult question to trip some people up. Um, what is your favorite car park? My favorite car park. Okay. I do have an answer for this one. Yeah. I all of these are gonna be very Walt Disney World center centered. I mean, I've That's been right. to Disneyland and I've been to Tokyo Disney before, but they're gonna be Walt Ooh. Disney World centered. It's gonna be the the car park at Disney Springs. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so there was one St. Patrick's Day that I went to Disney Springs um, 
it was when they were going through the the phase of kind of transitioning everything into being a little bit more updated. And uh, I had gone on St. Patrick's Day because uh, a friend was having a birthday gathering there and was going to do like a photo scavenger hunt, which any holiday at, at Disney Springs or at Disney in general can be really challenging in terms of parking. And when we, there was no parking garage before, it was really a challenge to find parking yeah. in, in mm-hmm. downtown Disney. Well, long story short, this, this, I'm going to try to make this short. Um, you know, we were, we were tailing somebody who was headed out to their cars to find a place to park. So we talked to somebody. We were like, Hey, where are you parked? They said, Oh, we're parked over here. I said, can I follow you and take your parking spot? They said, yes. So I follow this person over this other person sees them coming, decides it's their, it's their parking spot. Needless to say, the car pulled out in favor of our car getting the spot, but that person got really angry and slashed my tires. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little bit of a negative story. However, needless to say, the new parking garage at Disney Springs is A+. Plus. <laughs> no tire slashings. No. Wow. Oh, wow. That isn't very oh. Disney, is it? No. no. <laughs> Anyway, it's. I'll tell you what. Wow. They didn't tell me that in the Orlando Sentinel Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell you. They don't tell you stories like that, do they? You know, it's just like it's always trying to paint that little picture. Oh, Goodness, I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. Good job That's they got those. Like, yeah. At Disney Springs, the parking garage has these little like. The lies that tell you. The lies that tell you where the park. The lies that tell you where the spot is open. I I love it. I need yeah. those lights in life in general. I would find <laughs> like everywhere, you know, where you can. It's a sit bit like that. Like I've got in. It's a bit like I've got in supermarkets now to let you in and out. It's like they put a light outside yeah, where yeah. You, there's enough people, too many people in the store. You just need that maybe, everywhere. Maybe we should have a light like that. You know, when you wake up in the morning. You know, when you wake up, you just have a green light. Outside your mean, bathroom. Yeah. No, just green light. You can get out of bed. Red light. No, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not going to be today. Stay yeah. in bed and just just have a just have a restful day. It's just not <laughs> worth it today, guys. Yeah. Just, that's good. Idea. Just one that says try try again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. On, Next question: Would you prefer an early morning or a late night park visit? Well, I've had both, but now as a cast member, not as as a guest. I will say um, two of the most magical things I've had the chance to do is, um, they haven't had them for a couple of years, but um, there are these things for cast members called Canoe Races of the World, where um, individual shows, individual departments will canoe race around Tom Sawyer Island. which is a wild experience that it's only for cast members. It's this like very fun competition. Um, and it's, it, it's something that's been going on for, for forever. I, I, and, um, so being able you know, driving to Matt, the magic kingdom cast member parking lot when it's basically still dark outside to get in a canoe and just race around Tom Sawyer Island is just was such a cool experience. Um, that was just so you know, you you rarely get to see Magic Kingdom Park when early in the morning, where that when there aren't any guests there, which is just so amazing. Um, and then late at night, um, 
when uh, I was fortunate enough to be part of part of Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Obviously, when you're putting up a really uh, a really big show, you know you can't you can't do those rehearsals or, or get the show ready during the day. So it's it all happens overnight. Um, so kind of the the cool experience for me was you know getting to to you know set up a camping chair right in front of the the Magic Kingdom Castle stage, you know to just kind of camp out there you know overnight while as we're you know getting up and doing runs of the show and and getting it ready for guests to see before opening night. Um, so I basically had, you know, an all night experience at, at Magic wow. Park. Um, wow. So I highly recommend both. But I, if, I, if I was going as a guest, I would probably say um, early morning. Long answers. I'm a natural waffler. What can I say? Perfectly. I have to admit, early morning's always been hours just because of the jet lag. By the time we get there on our first morning, we're awake at three or four o'clock in the morning because of jet lag. So it's yeah. like, I want the park to open straight away. I love early yeah. mornings. I just like the, the, yeah. the freshness in the air as well. It's just, it's lovely. And But the two completely different experiences. And that, that's the bit I love is the start of holiday early morning. But by the end end of the holiday, those late late nights, yeah. late nights is the, the, the lights and it's just it changes the ambiance and then just the whole atmosphere within within every park changes once once you get to to sunset and i i i, I love that as well so no mm. great answer i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you another real quick fire one wishes happily ever after or illuminations and i think i know where you might be going you do well i want to know what your guess would be i was gonna say i was i've just yeah i've just thought because you might said epcot earlier on but i bet you'll go with wishes won't you Happily ever after. I've got someone on my side. I I loved, loved, loved Happily Ever After. I sing that song in my shower all the time. I love it. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I really, really loved it. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's hard to choose though. I mean, I, there's, 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 an element of illuminations that I also really miss, but I really loved Happily Ever After. Excellent. And I think, John, is there a sneaky final question in there? Like the final, there final question? Final, there is a final, final question. Final, final uh, question. A final, 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 <laughs> final, final question. Yeah. Um, and, and this could be a make or break one, Katie, I'm afraid. So uh, <laughs> Main Street Electrical on. Parade or Spectro Magic? Oh boy. <laughs> it's going to be Spectro Magic, and there's a reason why. Uh, well, I I mean this this story may be known, it may not be known. <laughs> but um Spectro or Spectro Magic was it was at a time, it was my very first trip to Walt Disney World with my family. My mom was sick with cancer at the time. Um, oh my gosh, am I going to get emotional again? Gee. Oh um, my word. And so, um, you know, we had been, you know, pushing her around in a wheelchair for the good majority of the day, um, you know, because chemotherapy, if anyone has gone through it or has had family go through it, it really can wreak havoc, obviously, on your body and on your nerves. Um, so we we sort of set her up next to the parade route um, to, see, to see the parade go by. And oh my gosh. Um, and so as we're watching, you know, watching all of the, you know, the lights go by, of course, it's a magical time because it's our first time as a family all together at Walt Disney World. We also, you know, this was 
this was the one and only family vacation that we had gotten to take together. Um, and so this beautiful butterfly just comes up to my mom and just puts her hand on her shoulder and smiles at her in this way that is, was so pure and wonderful. And I feel like in that moment, I knew that I was going to work for Disney at one point or another. I, I had to because of the amount of joy it could provide and comfort it can provide, not only for a family, but for someone who had always dreamed of going to Walt Disney World, or not Walt Disney World, but but going to Disney, Disneyland, a Disney park. Um, and being able to see that that expression of just like ch almost childhood elation on her face, my mom's face, um, was, I mean, life-changing for me. And also it, it helped drive home to me why, ooh, why these parks matter. You know, yeah. why Disney as, as, as a brand matters. And there's, you know, I have a lot of feelings about, about Disney as a brand in general. There are a lot of really great things and there's, there's a lot of really complicated yeah. things. But um, providing a space where adults can, can feel like they can access that childhood abandon again, I just think is, is crucially important. I feel like as we get older, we lose the ability to play. We lose the permission yeah. to play. Yeah. And so... I just think Disney parks provide that opportunity and I think it's so beautiful and amazing. So that's why I say Spectre Magic. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That was, that was, that was beautiful. Yeah. And actually, and I think, actually, I, think I, I would, I would point people as well, Katie, I know you did, um, you did one of the Disney shorts. Was it one day at Disney um, yeah. for, for the role that you play within uh, you played within uh, finding Nemo, the musical and, and you actually, you told that story and, and, and actually, I think you found it as much as difficult to set, to talk about then, and you felt so emotional about it. But even in, as we as we were trying to prep for this show and, and things like that, I had just one sort of thought: that whole thing, that smile that the butterfly gave to your mum. And as a as a dad of two boys who've seen Finding Nemo the musical far too many times to 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 uh, to actually to actually admit to, I think, is to being healthy. Um, but it's that smile, it's that smile from the stage that has resonated certainly with us as, as a family. Not just it's not about me; it's as us as a family, um, and as a complete cast. You you just sort of made this theatre appear such a small space that was just about your individual time within Animal Kingdom, and and I've got to say that's that's certainly where. Yeah, we, we spoke about it last night as a family. Is just how just compelling your role as as Dory was, and it just that just your light. You just brought that life onto stage, and and I thought, you know, you know, we we just sort of we had we'd love to go and work for Disney. I, I, I must admit, both my kids would love to go and work for Disney. Um, I'm, I may be I may be a little bit on the. Uh, the, the, uh, you can the go in oldest, parks the cars. John, John, you're yeah. okay. I was, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking they're looking for bus drivers. I could go do <laughs> that. I don't, don't mind doing pilot, that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all right. We'll yeah. find you something. Okay, that's a lot fine. Of movement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what, John? <clears throat> yeah. I think that is a really good point to to sort of propel us forward. So yeah. I'm going to ask Katie about your, your journey to to how your your Disney journey obviously that was sort of the beginning of your Disney journey how did you get from there 
obviously you've done an awful lot within the Disney space, not just finding the musical. That's what, you know, yeah. we, we sort of know you for, but actually when you look at your resume, you've done tons of amazing stuff. So tell us about how your Disney journey has sort of evolved. Well, it's, it's, you know, I've always loved theater. Uh, you know, I was a very dramatic child. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have two of those. <laughs> um, you know, had a lot of feelings. I still have a lot of feelings. Um, yeah. So I, it just sort of, um, you know, I, I grew up with a godmother who gifted me with amazing Disney movies of, of so I, I grew up on on sort of that new like renaissance of Disney films, you know, Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and Lion King and, you know, all of those really singable songs. And the first song I ever that ever came out of my mouth was um, Part of Your World um, from Amazing. The Little Mermaid. And the whole reason we even discovered that I could sing was because of Disney, because I didn't have something for show and tell. And so I told my mom that I was going to go and, and sing Part of Your World for show and tell. And she was like... <laughs> why don't you sing it for me first? Because I'm sure she thought, oh my gosh, my daughter is going to go. <laughs> well, I get made fun of by her, by these kids. Um, and so that sort of began it all. I, I just, I really loved Jodie Benson and I, I, I was obsessed with that movie. And so of course I sang it for her and she went to get my dad out of bed and I sang it for him. And, um, and so that sort of began the journey of me learning that I could sing, that I was interested in theater and, um, you know, got really involved with it in, in high school and in, in our drama program at, at our local high school. And, and then through doing a, a collaboration that was a semi-professional or actually, no, it was a professional production that was um, being performed downtown that was looking for a teenage, a local teenage ensemble when I was in high school, I auditioned for that. And I feel like it was in watching and working with those professional artists that I really discovered that I, I wanted to do it for a living. So I went to, to school for musical theater with a concentration in dance. And, um, I, and part partially the, the last part of our program was an internship in New York city where we got to work in a, in a casting office and kind of get to know the business side of, of the industry. And toward the end of that experience, um, I saw that Disney cruise line was auditioning and because I was so close to graduation, I thought, you know, well, you know, I've always known that Disney is going to be some, a part of my journey in some way. So I, I went to, I went to the open call and I got, I got a call back. And so I changed my flight and I was like, this is how it happens. And I didn't get the job. Oh. <laughs> um it, it, it affirmed for me that I was in the right place with the Walt Disney company in general, that, that, you know, not only my love for the stories that I grew up with, but also that I had the skill set that was marketable to Disney as, as an artist, that it was just going to be a matter of, of the right project. So, um, you know, did lots of different things, worked at, at, at Utah Shakespeare Festival, which I, I really loved. Um, uh, and it did some, did some tours and, um, Incidentally, Disney came out to audition at Utah Shakespeare Festival, um, you know, some of the artists, and they were casting for a new project called Villains Tonight um, and for Disney Cruise Line. And, and I went in, I auditioned for it, got called back for a couple of roles. And then because I was working at Utah and they were casting it out of New York City, um, I had to constantly submit videotape submissions, which now is very commonplace, especially with the pandemic, submitting <laughs> the auditions. But at the time, it really was kind of a disadvantage because the creative team wasn't getting to work with you in the room. 
Um, and it was a creative team I was desperate to work with because they were well known in the New York community, Hunter Bell and Jeff Bowen. And, um, and I, I just really loved them. They did title of show, which is this really hilarious Broadway show that I had loved very much. Um, kept getting callbacks for different roles. And I was like, they just don't know where to put me. I'm never, you know, I'm never going to get it. And then, you know, I got this really joyful phone call from the casting director basically, you know, saying, you know, well, they reviewed your footage, like really, really <laughs> setting me up. <laughs> and we just were wondering if you would be ready to get on a cruise ship and travel all around Europe. Oh, and, oh. and I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I was like weeping on the sidewalk. I think, uh, lot, again, a lot of feelings. Um, I think people people were like, what happened? What's wrong? And I was like, this is happy. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it was my first time working on a brand new show for Disney and also my first time um, leaving leaving the country, which, which just felt so exciting to not only be able to you know, premiere this show um, as as Ursula. You know, the the counterpart to my to my one of my favorite princesses. Um, but uh, you know, to be able to travel the world and and get paid for it was just this very wild experience. So, uh, yeah. So that was my first real. That was my first job with with Disney. Um, and since have gone back to um, to originate the role of Mother Gothel and Tangle the Musical, which was again. Can I just tell you this really amazing moment that happened, which was Alan Menken coming out to see us do one of our final runs of the show. Wow. And oh, I could wow. get emotional. Being able to sing for the man who wrote the first melody that ever came wow. out of my mouth was like, it was a beyond moment. I mean, first of all, I was so nervous. So nervous. <laughs> he was really warm and really kind. And, you know, he and Glenn Slater both were just very lovely and and complimentary and anyway it was a full circle moment and yeah so i've had the privilege of doing a lot of really cool things for you know the walt disney company both on disney cruise line and here at walt disney world and yeah that was a very long answer <laughs> no no i want to know fabulous more. I, fabulous answer can i, I can't can I imagine the you? pressure of just sort of <laughs> yeah like performing and then it's like oh alan menken and it's yeah. just like how much more it's one of those things where you wish they on. hadn't told you beforehand. Oh, and by the way, I guess mean, who was here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess who's what? coming to dinner? No, um, it's. I mean, I'm I'm glad I was I was prepared because I think if I had seen him, I think that that would have been worse. But you know, I yeah, think <laughs> just sitting in the front row. Yeah, no. like. Just because you're you're a performer, that you're also like really like comfortable like singing and performing in high stakes situations, and a lot of times that's not true. I mean, it's you know, I, I, there's a lot for me, especially I, I I get performance anxiety every now and again, and have have different techniques of sort of managing that. But you know, people say all the time like, oh my gosh, my biggest fear is public speaking. I feel like most of the time for artists, like there is that inherent pressure that that lives there, but. I feel like for artists in some ways we're called to do it. I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a very strange experience, but it was, it was very cool. But you're, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was definitely a high pressure moment. <laughs> can I, can I ask you the first audition that you didn't get? What was the role that you didn't get? Um, It was for, it was for Ariel and for the blue fairy that that i that was what i remember singing oh and i think 
it there was a side for 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 singing some of the music from Hercules. Oh, I think nice. I, I, it's it's so long ago, but I think I think those were the I think those were the yeah I think those were the sides. Wow, that's a I mean that that whole journey is is quite incredible, isn't it? And you start putting the pieces together from from the beginning to to you know where all those different bits of the experience is it's so special. Um, yeah. But but. But currently, how, how where are you now? Because obviously, sadly, we know that Finding Nemo the musical closed mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. This year, last year, last year, because we're twenty twenty. Last year, yeah. 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 So, 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 what, what is life currently for for you, Katie? You know, that's the big question, isn't it? You know, I think, especially with my journey for with Disney, like there, I feel like there were so many touchstone moments in my life that led me to exactly where I, I felt like I was supposed to be, you know, and, 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 and so much of that just felt like, Oh, of course I ended up at at Disney because of all of these, these amazing points in my life that sort of pointed me in that direction. And I feel like one of the things that we know about, about, Disney stories, you know, and forgive me if this sounds like a very Pollyanna kind of answer, but any, any main character in any story has to go through a really tough time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and emerge from the other, on the other side, having new information and discovering some things that lived within themselves, either that they hadn't discovered before or, or cultivating something new within themselves that they needed to have in order to get, get to the next point in their life. And I feel like that's where I'm at now is, is I don't really know what the future is going to hold in terms of my, my own Disney story, but I know that, um, you know, this period of time has been truly singular in that it's been, really tough. It's, it's posed some challenging feelings for me on, on many different levels about performing, about Disney, about, about my, my own, you know, ego and, and all of that. Um, but I feel like all of these things are so necessary in order to get me where I'm going to go next. And I mean, really, it's just such a question mark. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's exciting. It it is. It's it's an exciting space. It's 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 a you know it's a scary place. Um, You know, obviously, there's a new iteration of of Finding Nemo that is that is going to um, transpire in 2022. Um, I I have no idea. I have I have I have no idea if that will be part of of my journey at all. Um, I have no idea. And that's and that's that's an exciting thing, and and I think that's that's really where, and certainly over certainly over the past twelve months, I think as as a show, we've really felt so much for 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 cast members, not just not just from finding Nemo and musical, but for cast members who were really cut from the Disney budget quite harshly, and and without any real thought for the fact that there was people with bills to pay, there was families to feed. And and I think what we did certainly during our, the lockdowns during our time is trying to support cast members. Just we're not sure if any of them, and them actually listened to our show, but you had such support from this side of the Atlantic, um, and certainly certainly through the messages I've tried to send you, just as a even just as somebody who 
you know, you, I, I just totally understood that I was never going to. I was never going to see a show that we'd grown to love so much ever again. And and the realization of that for you as a cast, I I, I it just the, the whole evening I had my my kids were coming and said, um, different person, different person just put this on Insta. Someone said this on Twitter. So and as a cast, you came together so incredibly to just share that that moment that that heartbreaking moment where you actually all understood that this was it this was this was the end of that little journey that that moment where and i think i, I think my messages to you would always finish with just keep swimming because it's just that whole thing of just trying to be positive and trying just trying to keep that whole positive sense to it and you realize that wasn't gonna happen anymore you've anymore. got to go through and the jellyfish that's the end yeah, of it, isn't I mean, it? You've got to yeah. get through them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's. I mean, that's. Dory taught me how to do it best. You yeah. know, like yeah. how to how to look at every situation. You yeah. know, sometimes things look bad, then poof, the moment is gone. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. We just. It, but it, those those words have resonated as well. You know, me personally, I've been on a, a total rebuild of my life. Mm-hmm. In the past past two years, you know, doing this is it's just doing this whole podcast and stuff is actually just been a lovely aside for me in actually just changing changing everything at home and realizing that things happen for a reason. That things actually happen because for the positive, and they happen because you can actually have the ability to be you're more in control of your life. I know I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a little bit. I'm actually a little bit more normal than I used to be. I mean, Claire, Claire, keeps remi- Claire keeps reminding me. I don't want to. Don't want the yeah. proper grumpy John back. You're not yeah. grumpy John anymore. No, no. Yeah, and and that's and that's to the extent at which you're. Actually, it's not a, a time where you actually feel lost. It's a time where you actually are, in a, in a way, kind of recharging the batteries and and recharging your your soul. Because what you're then able to do is have the energy to move on and and embrace something that perhaps you'd never felt before was was something that you'd either want to want to do or were capable of doing. Yeah. And and certainly given the talent given the talent that you have, I feel that you know I you know I'm looking at your resume. I, I know I know Claire had sort of mentioned one. I know. I'm so. I, I just I've got so many questions. Yeah. Katie, I should I should preface this with my son is at university at the moment doing a drama and theatre degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I have a I have a daughter who is um very dramatic. <laughs> so he, he has a lot. And she, she and has, she's not even she's not even reached ten yet, Claire. Can you imagine? She's nine and she's 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 a lot um sometimes. Um and I'm just there's so many questions I have for you, but you know, it's uh it, it's such an incredible placement of things through your journey that I just uh, I'm excited to see what comes next. But my my the question I want to ask you is from a musical theatre perspective, because that, that feels to me where your heart is. What's the role that you haven't had? Any music, not just Disney, what's the musical theatre role that you just know you could nail? That's that's it. If I could be Oh, Sally and Cabaret, or whatever you know. What What's the thing that you would love to do? I mean, I'll just I'll just go with the first one that that came to the top of my head. Um, but I also will say, I am I am not a performer who ever enters a role being like I can absolutely nail this. There's always <laughs> a little bit of an element of fear, which I think is good. 
I think it's yeah. healthy in some ways. But I think um, Fanny and Funny Girl. Yeah, Ooh. Fanny Grace and Funny Girl. I, I've, I've never gotten to be in that musical, and I really love it. I mean, Barbara Streisand is just... Um, I mean, that movie. I grew up on that movie. Um, and I love, I love that music, and I just think it's so funny and, and delightful. So I, I think I would say, I think I would say that because that's something that's just always been a constant for me. I see things all the time where I'm like, oh man, I'd love a crack at that. Or, oh man, that would be so fun. Um, but that would, that would be my answer. You've, you've played, you've played the role that when we, about a year and a half ago, we did. I was, I was just, I was just about to dump you in on this, Claire. I was about, I was about to. No, you're going to, no, you're going to fess up. You're going to fess up all of on your own. So we did a show where we talked about our ideal favourite cast member roles. So we could have one in resort and one in park. And we all we all took turns and said what ours would be. And my resort cast member perfect role ever is Dolly Drew in the Hoop to Do. That would be like my I just feel so in tune with her. <laughs> and when I looked, I was like, oh, you've done it <laughs> oh, talk about talk about a show that is just as fun to do as it is to be in the audience to watch and truly Maybe. I can say that because I was a huge fan of Hoopty Doo before ever getting cast in, in doing the show it is just a riotous good time from top to bottom on stage and off I mean I love yeah. the Hoopty Doo so much it's so great. It's so fun. And and what I love about it too is that it truly is an ensemble cast. You know what I mean? Everybody has their standout moment. Um it's it's truly an ensemble lift, which I again, I just think is it's the best way to play ball on stage. It's just wonderful. Oh, that makes me so happy. You should do it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she would. She would. Don't tell her she'd do it now. She'd do it now. <laughs> Live on the show. Here's Claire. Yeah. <laughs> it's only true. No, maybe not. Maybe not tonight. Maybe not tonight. Not I'll, nice. let you, I'll let you get your costume sorted, Claire. Yeah, for next yeah. month's show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it for next month. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Oh, that was just what a wonderful thought. You know, it's just, you know, you've you've basically got the whole world at your feet, and and I think that for you, Katie, is such a. It's got to be. It's, it's you know, like I said at the start of the show. You know, I've I've fed off your positivity. For obviously, when things have been hard, you you you, you have an ability to turn things around and. And actually, probably when things are hard for you, is that's probably a difficult thing to do as well. But trying to see the good in people, trying to see the good in in what's out there in the world, and you know, I think that's that's something that every, everybody needs it. Everybody needs that just that little ability to have a, an escape, and a, and even you know, even when even when times are bad, you just kind of shut shut down from social media, ignore all of the, all the life that's going on, yeah. and just get your head down and just get on and just plow on and do some hard work in in some ways, you know. Yeah. But I did mention in an email to you. You know, I did notice on your on your on your no. uh, your web your website. So you've now got you've got a long list long list of, of absolutely amazing things. So you've got puppeteering, acting, singing. You love a story. I know what you're. But you say, also I saw it you well. also have you also have the ability 
the ability to pick up on British dialect <laughs> from, from lots of different English places. Um, which means you're which, doing better than we are. Which generally don't involve mine because I come from. I'm I'm from up north, but these are, these <laughs> other guys are from down south. So they actually they actually are sort of BBC English, and well, uh, they probably they get they get, they get yeah, the get that. Well, yeah, maybe okay, but yeah, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll rein it in a little bit, but um, yeah, just you've got you you actually got so many different different sort of things that you are actually capable of doing, and I will not put I will not put you on the spot, and I I, I, I promise I will not I will not do I will not do that. I would I was just flagging up. I just thought you know somebody's got that as a special skill dialect English, and yet it's the one thing that sets us apart when we go to Disney. And you, you tend to find that there's, there's there's people there's people in the parks and they'll they'll start just leaning across into your conversation. Oh yeah. And they don't know you. They don't no idea who they are. They say, hmm. You're from Australia. Every time. Every yeah. time. Australia? Or is it worse than this one? Canada. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. No, we come from England. You're from England. Yeah. And, uh, I actually think yeah. they asked the question just as a means of actually starting the conversation up. I so think we need to wear a hat with a Union Jack on <laughs> no. just to sort of... You need to work on your Dick know. Van Dyke English. That's the issue. That's that's what we're not doing yeah. very well, clearly. Wow. <laughs> it's, I feel like Americans just in general, it's like the minute they hear a British dialect, it's just like, oh, it's just so warm and inviting. And it's just like, <laughs> let me just insert and, and find all the things out about you. It's very, I don't know. I had a very interesting experience actually in, in the parking lot at uh, Magic Kingdom where I don't know if I've told these guys this story, but I was, I parked, when we go, we tend to get quite a big car. I parked my car and this guy parked next to me and he parked so close, like a millimeter from my car. And I couldn't really get my daughter out of the car. She was small at the time. She was in the car seat, struggling to get her out of the car. And I did the very British thing where I walked behind the car and I sort of looked at his parking and looked at my parking and tutted and rolled my eyes and <laughs> didn't say anything. And he's got out of the car and I stood there huffing and puffing. And he turned to me and he said, oh, didn't I do a very good job of parking? Uh, and I said, look, I'm really sorry. I hope you don't mind. Is it possible you could just move across a little bit because I don't want to hit your car when I'm trying to get my daughter out? He's like, I don't care. It's a rental. I said, no, but I do care. And he was, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. He says, you should have just said you could be cussing me out whatever you like sounding like that. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> I was so so perfectly English about it. You know, do you think it would be possible if it's not too much trouble just to move across a little yeah. <laughs> rather than you parked really badly? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. I mean, I think that that, yeah, that, that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> You just need to say anything, and I'll just go, "Yep, pretty yeah. much." Yeah, but I've got another part to this, though, Katie. Is the fact that if you have that capability, do you go around World Showcase if you're maybe just having a couple of drinks, middle of the afternoon, round up car, things like? That, and do you go into the Rose and Crown and pretend to be English? <laughs> You know, just to see who notices, and if anybody actually feeds off that, I'm, and, I'm, that and you know would, what, now, if, that would be something, wouldn't it? If you don't, next time we're there, <laughs> I know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. 
that, you've just given me an idea for for a new pastime of mine. See <laughs> 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 who notices. See if I can pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Great thing for your TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Whole TikTok series of accents going around world showcase. There we are. Can't wait to <laughs> there see. There we go. You can have that one on us. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that was brilliant. I would love that. Oh, my God. I would God. love that. It would be too much. And <laughs> yeah. it would be very fun. So, next time y'all are in town. Yeah. Yeah. Totally doing it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Any any <laughs> excuse. <laughs> Yeah. See, the thing is, Claire and I always resort back to this going to Epcot and having a few beers, and I think that's that's actually quite. <laughs> For yourself, John. When, when you said okay, a few beers, right. you said yeah, that. you're more of the um, yeah. 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 slashes. Yeah, 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 I have one on the way Claire. past because it's rude not to. Yeah, and on the way back, and then the way past to get. <laughs> yeah, well, Claire, now that Chewy's opened, you can get one on the way, and then one as you on leave. the way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful. Yeah. It really is. Oh dear. Do you know something, Katie? We could keep talking the complete evening. And what I'm very aware of that you're very you're very time limited. Um and we don't want to I don't want to sort of impinge into your time. And I, I think that's, well, that's it just means that there will need to be a part two at some point. We would <laughs> yes. do you know we would we it would does. love we would <laughs> love that. And and we would actually yeah, I will keep you we'll keep you to that. Um, because because yeah because it's actually you know i i think this is this is actually the start of something and and actually from all you've said to us throughout this show is just knowing that you've got you've got backup you've got people here who really care deeply about you and about everything that you've done and we do we really care for you and uh We'd, we'd love you to have you back on the show. We just get an update on what you know. What's Katie Wetzel up this month? And then yeah, we just, we'll just, we'll just update. We'll update your journey as and when, as and when it, as and when you get sort of the next exciting uh, assignment come yeah. your way. And 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 we'd love to. We'd love to do that, Katie. And uh, I've got to say, it's just been an absolute. It's been a delight, but it's been far too short for my liking. Actually, um, I've, I've, I've got a question. I've got a question, John. Go on, man. Do, do you know what? If we've spoken about cast members and sort of different roles, yeah. if you could choose a regular cast member, sort of a themed one to go for, what would you choose? Oh. Is there a particular one that you'd love to? Yeah, <laughs> it would either be in Haunted Mansion or Tower of Terror. I mean, come on. Probably probably Haunted Mansion because there's just so much fun to be had. (laughs) I love it. Or I could make a, or I could make a case for Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yes. Again, sort of like I even though I genuinely consider myself to be a pretty a pretty um sort of bright person in life i'm always going to gravitate toward villains or like the darker kind of role it's yeah. so fun yeah yeah, that, yeah. That was, all right so let me turn the tables i'm going to turn the tables really quickly and i'm going to ask y'all a question oh, so what is what is the one disney attraction where if you visit any disney park and you are only allowed to ride one thing what is it going to be Which no, part I, is it going to be? Okay, mine's Hollywood Studios, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Mm. 
I Magic am going to go. Oh, go Big on. Thunder Mountain. Okay. Matt, did you say Magic Kingdom? Bit, Big, Big Thunder, Thunder Mountain Railroad. This won't surprise these guys. Magic Kingdom Jungle Cruise. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. And I, I and I, I'm, I'm going to remain consistent with an answer I gave to a podcast I actually featured on years ago and somebody asked me a similar question and it still is Tower of Terror just because it's just the most amazing thing to just experience from the minute you the minute you walk through the gates until the minute you come off and you walk through the shop and if, if you meet a cast member along the way that just adds to that experience and we've met many have added to that experience it just becomes a completely different experience in itself I'd love to say Flight of Passage, but I've got to say Terra Terra every single time because if it's it's back to cast members. It's not about screens. It's not about having a film as a pre-show. It's about having real people make such a big, big difference. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I the Disney cast members are the magic. <laughs> I yeah. really believe it. They totally are. believe yeah. it. They are. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank, thank you, Katie, so much for your time. We've had so much fun. I know. I don't want to go. <laughs> An hour goes by really quickly. I know. It no. I know. It yeah. goes by so quickly. But again, truly, you can absolutely hold me to this. I will come back on anytime and, and chat with you all. And, and hopefully, um, there'll be more trips definitely. over here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There absolutely. definitely will be. And we, we've, we've got some rolling out the barrels to do in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You know what? I will tell you that we've never been to the Rose and Crown. No. Oh, Ben. <laughs> no. I mean, it was a two days into the show. Are you serious? Yeah, we've never. It's like, look, we're from the UK. Why do I want to spend time in the UK when, just, when I'm there? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. We, we, we go in the shop and think, oh, no, it's $7 for a John, Mars bar. And thought, no, I'm not doing people? that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm struggling here. <laughs> Oh, uh, Katie, Katie, there could be a full time, a full time, a full time job coming over up, up in the waffler. It's, yes. it's not paid, it's not paid for. But if you're willing to come on and just talk to us, yep. it'll, it'll keep Claire and I, it'll keep Claire and I sane and nothing else. So I'll just drop these hints every few months to be fine. Yeah. Just keeping you on your toes. Oh dear. Oh, well, Katie. Just it's been an absolute absolute pleasure. And it's been it's been a pleasure getting to know you and it's been a pleasure just having the ability to share a waffle and, and starting off the new year in such a in such a positive way and actually understanding sort of where everybody's at. And it doesn't matter where in the world that you're you are, is just knowing that you've got people around you and you've got people that are willing you to to bigger and better things. Yeah. And you know, and we all, we, we all, it's all out there for all of us, and we will find that one day. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're all here for you. And just oh, keep well, keep in touch. We'll keep nagging away. We'll get you back on the show. Don't you worry. You'll be <laughs> an, an associate an associate waffler. I think we get a. Uh, Oh, I get some. I'll get some. I think I, I need a badge get, of some description. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I need to get. I I will I will get in touch with you, and I'll I'll send you a little bit of uh, waffle merch as well, just so that you, <laughs> so you actually feel part. You feel part of the clan. So uh, fantastic! I look forward to it. Well, enjoy uh, the rest of your evening, and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so thank much, you. Kate. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. Bye, waffle, bye. On. <laughs> waffle on. Waffle <laughs> on.